Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. The fate of a key drug used in medication abortions remains in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. The high court is deciding how to handle a case from Texas where a conservative federal judge issued a sweeping ruling against the drug, which is stayed for now. Yeah, the court announced today that it will extend that stay through Friday while it considers what to do in this case. The drug in question is mifepristone, which I think many people now know has uh, been used in conjunction with a second medicine, misoprostol, for about 20 years now to terminate pregnancies without requiring a surgical procedure. That federal judge ruled that the FDA exceeded its authority when it permitted this use of mifepristone back in 2003. A federal appeals court has reversed part of that ruling but left other parts intact. The Supreme Court may or may not decide whether to extend extend that stay further or let it expire. But again, for now, the court has extended until Friday. There's a contradictory ruling from another federal judge in the state of Washington. So this whole legal mess is bound to wind up before the Supreme Court at some point anyway. Its ultimate resolution, of course, could have a profound effect on women's reproductive health. Uh, We are planning to speak today with Dr. Ushma Upadhyay from UCSF. Uh, We're trying to make connection with her right now. But in the meantime, we can talk about the case as we await uh, her arrival on the line here, Patty and Brett. Doug, what should we read into this delay today from the U.S. Supreme Court? Well, on the one hand, they didn't you know, reject the appeal uh, from the Biden administration to um, extend the stay further or, or to dissolve the lower court ruling. They could have said, no, this judge got it right or, or the Fifth Circuit got it right and uh, we're not going to do anything. Uh, they decided they needed a couple more days. So um, it means they're at least looking at this case. It means there could be some disagreement within the court as to how to handle it. And they're giving themselves another 48 hours uh, to figure this out, which suggests that they are going to do something, whether it is to leave the stay in place while the case proceeds or to go ahead and take the case, which would seem unlikely this early. But um, it, it suggests that they, they do have something they want to do here as opposed to just letting the lower courts handle it. Doug, we are going to bring our guest on right now. Why don't you do that? We have her right on the line. Okay, that's Dr. Ushma Upadhyay. Thanks for being with us. She's a professor of obstetrics, gynecology, and reproductive sciences at UCSF. She's co-director of the UC Global Health Institute's ANSWER, which is Advancing New Standards in Reproductive Health. Thanks so much for being with us. All right, so we spoke with you a couple months ago, just before the judge in Texas ruled against the FDA. Now we have to wait two more days to hear from the Supreme Court. What is the the mood in in your profession among reproductive health physicians as this case and this uncertainty um, continue? Yes, thanks for having me, Doug. Uh, there's a lot of trepidation. You know, many people just want to hear the Supreme Court's decision. Uh, it's a really difficult time. Everyone is on edge waiting to hear the decision. What is the worst case scenario here from your point of view in terms of what the court could do and what it would mean for women's health care? 
The worst case scenario is, you know, the Texas judge, Matthew Kaczmarek, ordered a hold on the FDA's approval of mifepristone. And the worst case is that the Supreme Court could allow that decision to, to stay. What about the impact on training the doctors of the future in terms of residents if certain states don't allow medicines and procedures that other states do? Yeah, we're already seeing a huge impact of this decision on the training of uh, doctors in OBGYN residencies. We've seen a drop in the percent of applications to OBGYN residencies overall, and it was even greater in states with abortion bans. So doctors don't want to want to go into a field where they're being told that they can't practice the best evidence-based medicine. And so they're choosing other fields. It's, it's really having um, an effect on all maternal health care. You know, if the court ultimately says, okay, mifepristone can still be used for abortions. This was approved 20 years ago. It's too late to, to revoke that. But with the restrictions that for now the Fifth Circuit is allowing to be put in place, these more recent uh, regulations, how will that change abortion access? Yeah, I, I would see that as being almost as bad as uh, removing approval altogether. There's been a lot of research done since 2016. Uh, the, the label was updated. And I would say the biggest development we've had is the advent of telehealth for abortion. The FDA removed the in-person dispensing requirement in the, in the age of COVID. And, and telehealth has really grown and has been huge uh, to improve access for people in rural areas, people with um, low, low trying to survive on low incomes, and people who just cannot make those that large trip to reach an abortion provider. And now telehealth is 11% of all abortions in the United States. So it would have a huge impact on uh, abortion care service delivery. To be an OBGYN, you have to be trained in how to handle a miscarriage, for example, how to perform an abortion, how to care for a patient who loses a pregnancy. How worried are you that this legal and political fight over what medicines doctors can use is going to have a real impact on the quality of medical care and the health and safety of patients? That's a really good question. The treatments for miscarriage are the same as the treatments used in abortion. So if this medication, misoprisone, is not available, people experiencing miscarriage won't be able to get that, the best treatment that they can. It might be available. It might not be available for miscarriage. And we're already seeing this impact after Dobbs. There are hospitals that are afraid. You know, p patients are experiencing a pregnancy loss. But doctors don't want to be held liable by giving patients this essential medication. So we're seeing, um, seeing it have reverberations all throughout pregnancy care. Any other medical procedure where, you know, the government gets involved, the courts get involved to this level of saying, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. You can't use this medicine. I mean, something the FDA has already approved. Is there any precedent for this in any other medical area? I can't think of any, you know, um, sometimes judges do get involved, but uh, it's never going against the abundance of science. And that is the biggest concern here. We have uh, over 100 peer-reviewed journal articles supporting the safety of this medication, medi medication abortion and misopristone, 23 years of excellent use among over 5 million women. It has such a strong track record 
that nobody should be um, curtailing access to this medication or any decision is not based in evidence. All right, sorry to put you on the spot there. Thank you so much. Dr. Ushma Upadhyay, thanks for being with us from the UCSF Global Health Institute. Again, the Supreme Court now expected to rule sometime by Friday on this case. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 